for trucking companies. Are there any new trucks out there to purchase? And what about used inventory? Let's go to the bench. Legal news, information, and interviews from Collins and Lacey, a leading South Carolina defense firm for construction, workers' comp, hospitality, retail, trucking, professional liability, mediation, government, and ethics matters. The views expressed by the guests are their own and do not necessarily reflect that of Collins and Lacey, its management, or employees. This is The Legal Bench. We're at the South Carolina Trucking Association annual meeting, and we have with us Vernon Rutland with Swafford Trucking and Thad Wharton with Knight's Companies. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Well, we talked a little bit ahead of time, and you said that some of the issues that are on your mind at the conference uh, at present, one of them is fleet safety. Starting with you, Thad, I know you're the safety director, I believe, for your group. Uh, safety manager, what is what are some of the issues that you're facing or opportunities for improving safety? Well, um, from my perspective, um, I think um, getting our drivers to understand how much um, they are at risk um, simply because of how the general um, population, um, how they drive or, or how they behave um, on the roads. And um, many times the, the driver is made to be the villain um, just because he's a commercial driver. And um, so, so from my perspective, one of the things that um, top, top of mind for me is to get my drivers to understand that they have to think a little bit more defensively. So it's not just defensive driving, but even in thought in terms of, you know, I have to protect myself as well because as we learned this morning, um, there are issues when they go after the driver as well, not just the company. And so um, as a former driver, I'm very passionate about the drivers being protected. And uh, Vernon, how about from your standpoint? I, I agree with a lot of what Thad said. You have to, drivers have to be, they, they are the professional driver. Um, so they, they kind of have to be the ones that are always thinking two or three steps ahead of what's, you know, what could happen, what they could, um, how they can be the safest out there when they get behind the wheel of that vehicle. Um, and it's just a different generation of drivers and they, they just get, a lot of times can get pushed through school so quickly. So we've taken a mentor type approach with some of our older drivers to mentor some of these newer drivers that the importance really of safety and, and how, you know, one minor incident can, and can really turn into a major, you know, type lawsuit. Thad, what's an example of um, a safety issue that you're really focusing with your team on right now? For us right now, um, I hope this answers your question, but um, we're focused a lot right now on um, redoing our training in terms of looking at our training because um, we think that if we have better training, um, it will help, that in itself will help to address some of the um, safety concerns. So we are looking at an approach where we want to revamp or look at our training and poke holes in our own training. So, um, so we can really have a better um, starting point for our drivers. So when they get into the seat, they have that mindset, they have the training, they have the support, they understand enough that we um, avoid. So I'm not looking so much at a single um, issue that we are attacking. We're looking at a holistic approach uh, where we improve our training so that um, hopefully we have less issues and we can then find what really we need to focus on beyond that. 
When we talk about find, Vernon, how do you find uh, truckers, new truckers to come into your company? How do you vet them with the hopes that you're getting a really high-quality individual? Well, fortunately for, for our company, you know, we, we have a long history of culture hiring. Um, so we, we really just don't want a warm body and, you know, behind the wheel of, of these trucks. And that pool is getting smaller and smaller. Um, so we just, we try to find drivers that are aware and that have been, maybe been around the industry um, that are not looking for just a, a paycheck, but they're looking for a career. Um, you know, any, not just anybody can, I mean, they, you hear people say anybody can drive a truck, but that, that's not that's not the case. It is, so we, we have really focused the last two or three years on, on really culture hiring you know, so it's, it's more than just putting a driver behind the seat. And Thad, I know that um, you mentioned to me earlier that you're part of a captive, I believe. And do captives look at the 18 to 21 year old range any differently than uh, your traditional insurance companies? Are you able to bring on a driver any earlier? And do you even desire to do that? That's a tough question. <laughs> so I'm thinking several things at the same time. So that gave me some pause there. Uh, we are able to bring drivers on earlier, um, being part of a captive. Um, is it, It's something that we do look at and we look at with um, more um, a more careful approach, if you, um, if you want to call it that. Um, however, with the current climate and with the factors um listen to vernon's um discuss the culture hiring so we have a unique well i shouldn't say unique unique to us or a new that's a more we have a new situation that we're facing in that over the past three years we have actually grown quite a bit so when i started in the company we could we were at that culture stage but we have expanded at such a rapid pace that um the culture is being challenged. And I think that's one of the reasons we're going back to training as well. And so we are at the stage where we're like, we have grown and how do we maintain um, the culture that we need so that we can have the right the right drivers in the seat. So we recognize in order to keep the company um, supported, we do need those 18 to 21 drivers in addition to the strong, um, the, the more mature drivers. So, so we are thinking about how do we, how does that first two or three years of employment look? Do you, do you work within a region and not and not go that far out? You know, you know, outside of the interstate and inter, interstate rules, of course. Um, so we are very, um, we are kind of like going through a lot of thought and putting things into action at present. Now, the other thing you wanted to touch on, uh, Vernon, was accident investigations. You heard presentation this morning about nuclear verdicts and how the plaintiff's bar is being very aggressive uh, against trucking companies. What have you learned about how to do accident investigations to help your case be as positive as possible? Well, the, one of the big takeaways for me was just driver awareness. Um, always thinking where they put themselves. Just like the example he used in there, when the you know the truck pulled over and parked, the driver did everything he thought was right. Um, but they're always going to try to poke that hole in 
something that you do. So we just, for one, driver awareness for us, um, documenting, you know, everything that we can document, um, just really making sure our drivers are, are doing their part. It does put a lot of extra stress on the driver that I think used to not be out there, um, that these drivers are, you know, now they're worried. So just trying to, you know, keep them aware and, and to know that we've got their back, but that they, they also have got to just really document everything. And the importance of documentation is what we push to our drivers is if it's not written down, it didn't happen. Pre-trip inspections, you know, all that stuff. Anything that we think that attorney could come back and poke a hole in, and we've got to document and make sure that they're covering that and, and, and doing all they can in the safest way they can do it. And that's good for business as well, I would think. Oh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Thad, how about you uh, from an accident investigation standpoint? What what are you at the night companies doing? We're looking to train more persons to be accident investigators. Um, that's one thing that we're doing just to expand um, the knowledge of what you look at when you do accident investigation. And um, for us, um, <laughs> with accident investigation, again, I have to use a, a T word, back to training, because we have seen um, a slew of attempts to claim neglig negligent entrustment, which goes back to who did the road test, who did the initial training, and these, and these things. So, again, emphasis on what do we give the driver out, out of the gates? What do we give the driver? And, and, and sim as simple as that is, that's part of accident investigation because there is the actual accident and then there's the paperwork that we should have had in place, the, the documentation of what we did. As Basically going on the same lines that Vernon said, the documentation, it is extremely important. We, real quick, if I could, we're also equipping, equipping the drivers with what they, they need. What they needed, you know, 10 years ago is as far as the knowledge that, it's a lot different what that looks like now. So we try to equip the drivers, like, but it goes back to training and it goes back to, you know, onboarding. When you onboard them, how that looks completely different now than it used to, you know, just because there's so much out there in the world of nuclear verdicts and accidents. And, you know, we, we do have cameras equipped in all our trucks and there are people out there that will try to say, you know, you were at fault when you weren't. So if I can add to that as well, um, the cameras, that's one thing. So we're currently revamping we actually changing our camera system to something that's more um, modern and give us a lot more accurate detail and even coaching our drivers to understand that the cameras are there for you the cameras are going to be your first line of defense you be a professional driver and that camera will always be able to take you straight to the bank in terms of be able to defend you and so um, that's one of the things that um, we're currently doing as well, and um, we actually should be doing a, a company-wide um, reintroduction of this new camera system and even show our drivers how certain events, that, or what we call close calls, how they could have panned out so differently if something did happen without that documentation. And finally, uh, to both of you, and it may be a similar answer or maybe you think of something different, but Vernon, what is key for your success over the next couple of years? What's your biggest challenge or opportunity? I think our biggest challenge right now really is just the fact of, you know, finding good professional drivers. Um, and then, you know, the, the, one of the last topics was just the, rec you know, rec recruitment is the new retention. 
Um, I'm sorry, retention is a new recruitment. Um, really pouring into the drivers that we currently have. Um, and then what can we do to, to recruit and retain newer drivers to be, you know, to stay with us, make a career out of it, be professional, but how can we equip them? You know, I think in the past, um, drivers kind of came to you and they were a lot of times already in the business. So it was kind of turnkey driver. We don't have turnkey drivers anymore. And so now as a company, we're having to do a lot more mentoring and a lot more training. You keep going back to that T word. You know, companies are really being pushed to do a lot more training than we used to have to do. Because when a driver would walk through our door in the past, you know, they already had 10 or 12 years experience. They come from a larger company, but now we're not getting that. So it's putting a lot of pressure on us to do that mentoring and training and equipping and making them aware. So. Because opportunity or challenge? Well, for us, we, we are looking at um, retention. And um, retention because when you lose a driver, you probably do not replace that driver. It probably takes two or three drivers to get close to what that previous driver was doing. And in order for us to be successful um, going forward is the retention and also um, creating um, paths for our drivers to to um, grow into. Um, several paths within the seat of the truck itself so we can have them um, drive for a while. But also when that time is over, the natural progression to doing something else, to being um, more more productive um, while not in the seat of the truck. So retention and also um, creating more paths. Now, I myself am testimony to, to that because I did start with this company as a driver. And now today I am the fleet safety manager. So um, letting my situation not be the anomaly, but more of this is who we are. Well, terrific. Thad Wharton with the Knights Companies and Vernon Rutland with Swafford Trucking. Thank you for being with us on the podcast. Thank you. Thank you. You've been listening to The Legal Bench, live from the 2022 South Carolina Trucking Association's annual meeting. For more legal news of interest to South Carolina businesses, join us right here for the next episode of The Legal Bench. You've been listening to The Legal Bench from the South Carolina defense firm Collins & Lacey. Learn more at collinsandlacey.com.